is more than sex it's your girl kiwi hi y'all i know it has been a while since i published an episode and it is my apologies i lead in real life and i have real shit going on so unfortunately i'm not always able to um, publish episodes back to back like i would like so I appreciate each and every person that has continued to listen to the episodes that I have already been um, published. Um, Please stay tuned, turn on your notifications, that way you're aware when I do publish a new episode. So let me get right into it. First, I'm going to start off with my self-love quote, and it simply says, not one drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. Now, you can rewind that back, listen to it again, take it into your hearts and into your mind, and let it change you from the inside out. All right, so today I want to talk about dating a married man or woman. That's what I said. Dating a married man or woman. And I know y'all like, what? What did she just say? Okay, let's rewind. All right. The reason for my topic today is we're going to discuss polyamory. And polyamory is... It's a progressive love movement um, that has... It, it's not new. It's not new. Um, here lately, it has been given getting more coverage um, in the media. And um, a lot of people are either opposed to it or in agreement to it. Um, most of the people that are opposed to it are the traditional monogamous people who view marriage and relationships as only being able to love one person and that one person um, pretty much is yours for life. Um, To actually be with another person would be cheating, um, it would be a betrayal, etc. So with polyamory, polyamory is a non-possessive, honest, responsible, and ethical philosophy and practice of loving multiple people simultaneously with the consent of everyone that is connected to you. So all of your partners know about one one another. And if you are married and you're practicing um, what is called ethical non-monogamy, you are you know that your primary relationship is going to be your marriage. And that is the only monogamous relationship that you would have towards that one person. Everyone else would be considered the relationships that you all decide to have outside of the relationship. But each and every person knows that you are either married, they know of your spouse, they get along with your spouse, they have been introduced to your spouse, um, etc. And everybody is aware of everyone. So it is a consensual thing. Um, 
nobody is feeling like they possess anyone. Um, not to say that when these relationships occur, that you automatically feel that you have to monogamize a person, that you have to make them your one and only, that um, you have to make a decision between either your husband or this other person that you're with. It doesn't work that way. Um, most polyamorous people view love as love. Um, you, We have the ability to love multiple people without it taking away from the other people that we love. So yes, these relationships are going on simultaneously, um, but no one has to choose um, the measure of love that they can love a person at. You can love the person in the same sense as you love um, your your mate, your primary mate, your husband, or whoever, you can love them the same. Now, I did not, um, most people was like, oh, well, this sounds like you just, you just want your cake to eat it too. But that is not the case. Um, if everyone was not in consent and people were not being honest about their status, whether they're married or in a relationship, then that would be wanting my cake and eating it too. Because either I don't want to tell the people that I'm involved with, that I'm married or in a relationship with, that way they um, are pretty much blindsided. And to find out later on that I am married and a, a choice has to be made, whether they get to have me all to themselves or share me, it is... Um, now that is a betrayal. That is, you know... That, I feel, is wanting your cake and eating it, too. I feel like when all parties are in agreement with the situation, you are aware that, hey, she's married. Her husband is going to be there forever. Forever. Oh, he's going to be here forever. A lifetime. That's my baby. And so, he's going to be here forever. And there's no other person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. He is my life partner. And so, yes, I may have these other intimate relationships um, in the midst of it, but they will not take away from my marriage or or me feeling like I have to make a decision of, of if I want to be with my husband or someone else. That decision is, you know, is irrelevant at this point because I have decided that I am capable of loving more than one person okay so that's an understanding of polyamory um you don't have to agree with it that is your decision that is your opinion um don't come for me don't come for me because i'm yeah i'm not for it not for it at all i wanted to share you know what this progressive movement is about um it's basically about changing um, how you see love. If love is supposed to be boundless with no restrictions and no um, limits in our mind to live in a world with billions, billion, billions of people 
and to only box yourself in to being able to love or have have romantic feelings for one person oh you are setting a person up you're setting a person up um to feel trapped to feel um yeah to feel restricted and because of this restrictions it, it makes that person more curious to to want to to see um the different personalities the different methods the 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 different intimacies and connections that that you can have with someone other than your 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 mate that you have chosen now i'm not condoning i'm not condoning cheating on your significant other or your husband or your wife or nothing like that no we're talking about coming to a conscious decision that okay if i can love you then that's a possibility that you may be able to love other people and i may be able to love other people but that doesn't mean that i want to replace you that just means that i have all of this love to give and and that i i want to have these different experiences with people and many will say, well, you know, it's a sexual thing. Not at all. Not at all. For some, it may be a sexual thing to have the ability to have multiple partners and, and be in intimate sexual relationships with all of those partners. Um, and it just strictly be a sexual thing. Some people do see polyamory or non-monogamous um, ethically non-monogamous as so however me and how I view it is how I'm set up is I have to have my emotional needs met first before I can even consider or look at a person in the physical aspect um, to be able to have that connection with someone other than my husband is you know it's exciting um to be able to to laugh and have fun and cuddle and hold hands and things of that nature, um, that is what excites me. To be able to to see these these people's personalities and not fear that I'm doing something wrong or you know that this is wrong, you know. And my husband is aware of it. He is aware. He's he's making his own connections with with other women and other people. So it's not like it's one sided, you know. And we get to know about one another's partners. There's an open dialogue. There's an open communication, which is key. Let me take that back. Rewind. There has to be a dialogue, communication. Me personally, I like to see, you know, the interaction between my husband and another woman. If that brings me joy. Some people may say that's crazy, but it brings me joy to see the interaction between um, he and another woman. It assures me, you know, that there's nothing to hide, that nobody's planning this or nobody's planning that. Not to say that I have to see that interaction, um, but we as humans, we automatically have these feelings, fear, jealousy, anxiety. And you do think, you know, what if he's connecting 
with someone? Where did, what if he likes them more than me, etc.? And that's a possibility. And it's okay. It's whatever I choose to do with those feelings afterwards is what will affect our situation. Because all I know is he's coming home every day. He's sleeping in the bed with me every day. We sleeping together all the time. So nothing is being taken away from our connection, our union. This is the primary. This is the base for any married people that are actually practicing ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. Then you know that your primary, your primary foundation has to come first. If that is not nurtured first, then you may as well forget about all the other connections that you have tried to to start or create or be in because there's still going to be friction. There's still going to, you know, somebody is going to, to feel away regardless. However, those other people, they understand the situation. They understand that he is my husband, that that is the position that he's in. And his first priority is to me and his family. They understand that. And if you get in a relationship with someone that do not understand that, then you may have to step back from that person because that person is really not in a, a poly mindset to understand or even um, continue a relationship with you. If that person is like, oh, she's always calling or she's always, you're always messaging her or why do we only date this, 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 and that? No, no, not at all. If she has an issue already with your significant other or the mate, oh, you just need to go ahead and pack that up and leave it be. So getting back to dating a married man or woman, me personally, um, I, I don't think I went into how this all started in our relationship. Um, as you all know that it started with me actually um, anonymously chatting that opened this door up to all of this wonderful love and and exploration and um, non-traditional love styles for me and so at first we started off swinging and that didn't that was not for me it was just it wasn't for me um it was fun however um it was for me I was kind of like going through the motions I was kind of you know into it because you know I knew this was something that hubby liked it wasn't you know my thing I realized that I am a demisexual meaning that I have to have a strong emotional connection in order to in order to even fathom a physical connection and I can't just be going through the motions no no hugging no kissing no touching all these rules that are associated with the so-called swingers lifestyle that it was too much and so I really had to step back from this I was like you know what this is just really not for me um and so we decided to open our marriage up and that's where we were considering you know 
um, having relationships with other people and having those connections with other people or being intimate with other people and having that ability um, with open communication um, of the partners and the situations and, and that's how it all started and so for me I ended up connecting with my best friend or um, a friend from childhood um, that was always a something in, in the back of my mind um, always made me think of him and I ended up connecting with him um, after years and years and years of, of not talking and, and um, being in communication with him I, I think um, the last time I had spoke, spoken to him was in middle school which, which was crazy and so we ended up reconnecting and at that time um, I realized that I started you know, developing feelings for him. I just started, you know, um, feeling a level of love for him, an intimate love, the type of love that wants you, that wants to hug and, and hold hands and kiss and, and all of that beautiful, all of the beautiful stuff that comes to, um, comes with falling in love with a person. And for those that are saying, oh my goodness, you fell in love with another person. Um, yeah, yeah. That love didn't take away from me loving my husband or being in love with my husband. Um, it was difficult in the beginning to explain it to my husband um, that I was feeling a level of love for my friend. Um, it was very difficult in the beginning because he did not understand how that was possible, you know. And by us coming from a monogamous mindset, he's like, okay, well, I wasn't prepared for this because things for him have been purely from a sexual stance. Um, he hadn't reached an, an emotional level. And so this was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, if she loving this person, then where does that leave me? And it left him right where he was, right by my side, um, still in love, still sleeping with him, still being home with the kids, um, still living out my life and wanting to explore life with him. That didn't change anything. And once we got over that hump that it was possible to love multiple people, it was an aha moment for me because never imagine that there that that anything like this was possible and you know there there is different levels of love and this particular lifestyle allows you to feel and explore and acknowledge these particular levels of love so, I feel like monogamy um, puts you in a box. The other person is possessive over the other. You're mine. No one else can have you. Um, nobody can take you from me, you know. You're mine. With polyamory, you have said it in your mind that you love 
your significant other, that you're in love with your significant other, and you have the ability to love other people with the consent of everybody involved. That I don't want to replace my significant other. I don't want to replace him at all. And that question doesn't even have to be said. Like, it's Polly. You have all of these people. Not to say you just jumping in bed with everybody because me personally, that's not me. Don't get it twisted. Don't come for me. Okay? Don't come for me. That's definitely not me. Um, but dating a married man or woman is the dating world has been, you know, it's been interesting to say the least. It has been very interesting. Uh, the few people that I have connected with um, and, and formed a rapport, I all, all of them I have a level of love for. Um, I love them. And because I can love them, I think sometimes... For some, that love, um, it has to be analyzed. It has to be like, where do we go from here? What what do we do with this love? Um, it has to be given a label. It has to be given um, some type of lifeline there. It has to be analyzed for some people. And me personally, I take it as it comes. You know, I'm okay with you deciding, okay, we have a, a four month to a year um, relationship and, and you know, you may not be feeling it anymore and, and that's cool, that's cool, you know, we can go on about our business and and just be, you know, friends or, or not friends at all, that's fine, um, but what I'm finding out is I am very sensitive energy-wise, and I cannot um, connect with multiple people. Um, I cannot connect with um, a lot of people at one time, and that's simply to protect my energy. I'm very sensitive to people's energy and picking up their emotions, picking up, you know, whatever things that is um, attached to their souls, you know, and that's part of me being for anyone that does not know, unfortunately, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say unfortunately, but that is a gift God has given me, and I've always been sensitive to energies like that. I've just always been like that, and um, I have dreams and visions and all that good stuff that is associated with being um, empathic and um, very spiritual. So, because um, I have to protect my energy, there are very few people that I choose to be intimate with. And if I choose to be intimate with a person, that is because I have seen past um, a, a physical sense. And I have seen, you know, our energies connect or, or felt our energies connect in a way that that did not sift my energy, that did not take away from 
from me or make me feel exhausted or anxious or um, it was a, a peaceful, a peaceful feeling. And, and so I have to be very uh, conscious of who I decide to connect with and, and be intimate with or physically intimate with because sex is still a sacred thing for me. So, um, it is, to say the least, an interesting adventure to date a married man. And this married man, um, his wife and everyone that he, he is involved with is aware that he, he has multiple partners. And the same thing for the woman, um, her husband her partners are aware that um, that they're both married and and this is a thing this is known so everybody is aware so no one is doing anything behind anybody's back and we're free to connect and have these um, beautiful relationships um, what I have found difficult is the time the time that is allowed for these relationships, considering that I am a wife and a mother first, being a, a girlfriend um, is, I have to finagle <laughs> some things, and um, it's a scheduling thing, time management, financial management, um, because you want to give yourself time to to nurture these relationships and be with this these people and and anything that you are that you find important you make time for it and so um that has been the difficult part about being with a married man and woman is just finding the time finding the time to fit everything in not to mention um management and their schedules with their significant others and their other mates it is a process and so you know often you might feel away about certain things and you should be able to communicate just like you would with your significant other um to express these feelings um and you don't have to apologize for these feelings. These are your feelings. Um, they're not necessarily um, making you feel a way. You just have these feelings because you're human. And it's acceptable. So, that is the most difficult thing that I have, have, have found with polyamory is the time management of making time for these relationships and having the time there to cultivate these relationships and cultivate that love and affection and and adventures so I hope this has opened your eyes up I'm so sorry I told y'all it don't never fail I hope this has opened your eyes up and put a, a different perspective on some things and how you love and Again, this is not trying to change your mind about traditional monogamy. That is not what I'm here for. 
if you connect or if this resonates with you, like, hey, yeah, I do have the ability to love more than one person. Or, hey, you know, I do have the ability to to nurture multiple relationships. You know, if that resonates with you, then that's something that you may want to try. That's your business. Don't come for me. That's all I'm saying. Don't come for me. Because, <laughs> believe me. I'm not trying to be in a war with nobody. Alright. Um, So, I'm going to move into my For Her Pleasure segment of this episode. And I'm going to talk about the A spot. Y'all know what the A spot is? Let's talk about it. The A spot, also known as the interior fornix irogenous zone is reportedly a female irogenous zone excuse me that when stimulated can lead to rapid vaginal duplication and arousal sometimes without any other form of stimulation with continued stimulation resulting in an intense orgasm so the a spot the a spot which can be found at the back in the back door <laughs> you can go from the front and you can still hit it I mean if he if he end out like that that's his business you can go from the front <laughs> that is close it's closer to the back door Okay, so anybody that is into anal or considering anal, this will be that spot that he be hitting that's, um, that might just turn your world upside down. And even, even now, even if you haven't intercourse vaginal side, vaginal side, okay, and he hidden it from the front, and he put that finger, like, right there, in between the crack, right there, on your anal area, and just, you know, just tap it, rub it, rub it a little bit, maybe stick his finger in. He might stick a finger in while, you know, he hitting it from the front. And you just may go all to pieces. So that's called your A spot. I'm going to see if I can find some more information on it. That way I can give a descriptive, a descriptive point of view. But I don't don't really think no more explanation is needed. Because that A spot, you find it good. Whether he hit it from the front or the back, as long as he hit it, I'm sure you're going to be torn all the pieces. So read up on it, ladies, ladies, ladies. For my ladies that have been stuck in one position, maybe all your life, step out the box a little bit. 
step out of the box. Let him use his fingers. Let him use his tongue. I mean, let him use whatever you might be into. And just try it out. You know, that's your business. I just wanted to tell you about it. Open your mind up. To anybody that is listening, that was called the eighth spot. Okay? If you hit it from the front and he go real, real deep, he, he might be able to hit it because it's at the way, way back, past your cervix, past all of that good stuff. And, you know, he be making his way. Let him stick his finger right there, right there. I'm just saying. Anywho, that is the Her Pleasure part of the segment. I hope that you all have enjoyed this particular topic. I'm so sorry if I rambled on about some stuff. Y'all just bear with your girl. But this is more than sex, and I'm Kiwi. I'm out. Thank you.